RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Aaron Tam. Tonight's headlines. The PLA carries out live fire precision missile strikes in the eastern area of the Taiwan Strait. Health authorities report over 5,000 COVID-19 cases. And the hospital authority has urged people to have their kids vaccinated now that toddlers aged between six months and three years can receive Sinovac jabs. The People's Liberation Army says it's a successfully conducted precision missile strikes in the Taiwan Strait as part of military exercises around the island in the wake of a visit to Taipei by U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Priscilla Ng reports. In a statement, the PLA's Eastern Theater Command said long-range live-fire precision missile strikes were carried out on selected targets in the eastern area of the Taiwan Strait, with all the missiles finding their marks. It added that sea and airspace controls were lifted in the area following the completion of the exercise. Xinhua News Agency had reported earlier that the exercises were joint operations focused on blockade, sea target assault, strike on ground targets, and air space control. The drills are due to end on Sunday and include missile strikes on targets in the seas north and south of the island. Hong Kong's daily COVID tally has topped the 5,000 mark and health authorities say infections haven't peaked yet. Wendy Wong reports. Health authorities reported 5,020 cases, 247 of them imported. Dr. Chuan Shukwan of the Center for Health Protection says the number of cases is still on the rise and urged people to remain vigilant and get tested if they feel unwell. And there were three more COVID-related deaths. Officials reported an outbreak at the tuberculosis and chest ward at Wong Tai Sin Hospital following a compassionate visit. A family member and four patients at the ward were infected. One of those patients, a 94-year-old woman, has since died. Officials say they're not sure about the source of the infection and that there are no plans to tighten compassionate visits. From today, parents or guardians can make online bookings for toddlers and aged six. Toddlers aged six between six months and three years to receive the Sinovac jabs. They can be inoculated at community vaccination centers or designated hospital authority outpatient clinics or at certain private doctors for free. The government says that in the first half hour of the vaccine scheme's extension, some 150 parents had made bookings for their infants. Civil Service Secretary Ingrid was encouraged by the response. And there have been kindergartens lining up for outreach service for children in the next week. So I'm quite encouraged, actually. And I believe in the days to come, there will be more parents uh, arranging for vaccination of their children. Alan So, chairman of the Hospital Authority's Central Coordinating Committee on Pediatrics, says the number of children infected with COVID-19 and admitted to hospital has risen in recent weeks. He's urged parents to have their kids vaccinated. We are worried. We can see that most of the children admitted to hospitals, especially those who are seriously ill, are aged below three years. Previously, the vaccines were not available for them, so the chances for them to develop serious illnesses are much higher. That's why I'm happy to learn that the vaccines are now available to children younger than three. The Center for Health Protection says it's investigating a cluster of imported malaria cases from Africa, with many of the patients traveling from Guinea. Four of them are under intensive care. Frank Young reports. Since July, 30 male travelers arriving in Hong Kong were found to have the mosquito-borne infectious disease. 
21 of them flew in from Guinea. The CHP said one of them, a 52-year-old man, passed away during hotel quarantine. Postmortem results reveal that he carried the malaria parasite. The other patients were sent to public hospitals for treatment, four of whom are under intensive care. The patient's companions have been placed under medical surveillance. The last local malaria infection took place in 1998, and there were seven and four cases reported in the SAR in 2020 and 2021. And the weather cloudy with showers and squally thunderstorms. The showers will be heavy at times. Temperatures will range between 26 and 29 degrees. Moderate to fresh southerly winds, occasionally strong offshore overnight. The outlook showers will lessen over the weekend. Sunny intervals on a Sunday and Monday. The current temperature is 27 degrees with the humidity at 92%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. Two more former child care workers at a Prince Edward foster home have pleaded guilty to abusing youngsters there. Li Pui Cheng and Cheng Wai Yin both admitted to ill-treating or neglecting kids under their care at the children's residential home last year. Acting Principal Magistrate Peony Wong from the Kowloon City Court adjourned sentencing for the pair. Six other defendants who also appeared at court and faced charges linked to the child abuse scandal will have hearings at a later date. A high court judge has upheld a ruling of a magistrate who convicted and jailed a 21-year-old student for resisting arrest during a so-called Shop With You protest on Christmas Eve in 2019. Timmy Sung has the details. Lo Chen Sing was subdued by officers in Harbour City after he was seen throwing pamphlets inside the Tim Sanctuary Mall. Judge Johnny Chen rejected all grounds of appeal, saying the students should have expected officers to be around to handle the protest. He said it was unconvincing that Lowe thought the officer who first tackled him from behind was a gangster or a rioter, as the policeman had repeatedly identified himself. In his written judgment, he said regardless of whether he heard the police constable identify himself, it was impossible for Lowe to mistake him because the officer had asked him to stop resisting and not to run away. He added that a six-month jail sentence is not particularly heavy and described it as uncriticizable. The judge pointed out that the defendant had resisted for around a minute or so, requiring four officers to subdue him, three of whom were injured. A green group has warned that Hong Kong people have been taking fewer journeys on foot, threatening both their health and the environment. The World Green Organization surveyed 500 residents in June, and only 7.8% said they walked for at least half an hour every day. That's down from 8.4% last year. The group's founder, William Yu, said the drop was likely due to the recent heat wave. Mainly because uh, of the higher humidity in the summer days, and also nowadays, as you can see, the record-breaking temperature uh, reaching almost 33, 34 degrees Celsius. I think all this breaking heat really prevent people from walking for a long distance. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has met his Sri Lankan counterpart Ali Sabri in the Cambodian capital as part of a series of annual meetings involving ASEAN's 10 member states. The pair discussed the crisis in Sri Lanka with the Sri Lankan minister thanking America for its support. We, uh, we really appreciate the, uh, the, the role played by the U.S. in trying to get a uh, arm bailout as soon as possible. In these challenges, we also understand there are a lot of opportunities. And the one good thing about the whole thing is that Sri Lankans uh, have been united in all these things. 
and largely it has been peaceful rather than one or two mm. incidents. Mm. Uh, basically, the whole uh, sort of revolution had taken place, but mm. uh, it had taken place very peacefully. Mm. Sri Lankans had been protesting for months over the country's economic crisis that has led to a severe shortage of many essential imported items like medicine, fuel and cooking gas. U.S. President Joe Biden has signed an executive order to address the issues raised by the Supreme Court overturning the constitutional right to abortion. He says the order will support women who need to travel to another state to terminate their pregnancies and ensure providers comply with non-discrimination laws. It's the second such order. In making it, Mr. Biden referred to this week's overwhelming vote in favor of abortion rights in the conservative state of Kansas. He said the Republicans had underestimated the strength of women feelings on the issue. I don't think the court has has any notion for that matter, or the Republican Party for that matter, to decide how how far it's compressed their extreme agenda and how women are going to respond. They don't have a clue about the power of American women. An investigation has found that Russian oligarchs close to President Putin have exploited a legal loophole in Britain to launder money despite being subject to sanctions. Using firms known as English Limited Partnerships, company owners have been able to move money anonymously. The BBC's Andrew Verity reports. Five years ago, the British government forced almost all UK companies to identify their real owners. But English Limited Partnerships, or ELPs, were exempt. That's despite ministers being aware of the danger of limited partnerships being used in money laundering. A joint investigation by the BBC and Finance Uncovered has discovered that since then, more than 4,500 ELPs have been set up. Some are linked to fraud and terrorism, and a U.S. Senate investigation has found that one ELP based in central London was used by oligarchs who have sanctions against them to launder money by buying and selling art. Boris and Arkady Rottenberg, longtime friends and judo partners of Vladimir Putin. In Australia, the lower house of parliament has passed an ambitious climate change bill that will see carbon emission reduction targets written into law. The bill must still be approved by the Senate, but this looks certain, as the Australian Greens have said they will back it. The BBC's Shaima Khalil reports from Sydney. The legislation was a key part of the new Labour government's manifesto. It commits the country to a 43% cut in emissions by 2030 and net zero by 2050. MPs supported the proposal after the government agreed to several minor amendments, including the 43% target being a minimum reduction. But the government has recently refused to rule out approving new oil and gas projects. And some critics have said that the new climate change policy still does not go far enough. Meanwhile, the European Commission has urged EU member states to reuse treated urban wastewater as irrigation on the continent's parched farms. It comes after France and parts of England saw their driest July on record. Much of Europe has been hit by three heat waves since June. Back in Australia, a new report says coral in some parts of the Great Barrier Reef off Queensland appear to have recovered well from storms and bleaching events. The Australian Institute of Marine Sciences says the north and central stretches of the world's biggest reef system show the largest amount of coral cover in 36 years. Paul Hardesty of the Institute, which is behind the report, says luck played a part in the regrowth. It's definitely good news. We're characterizing this report as sort of a good news and maybe not so good news story as well. The fact that the reef has enjoyed a couple of years of really good growth and has bounced back 
the coral cover levels that we haven't seen since the 1980s is fantastic. It shows that the reef is still beautiful and resilient. It has been hit hard by various bleaching events and so on over the last several years. But the last couple of years have been fairly benign in terms of conditions, and that means that the reef has bounced back. Um, we've had just some really good luck, basically, in the last couple of years. We just haven't had the combination of of conditions that have caused the, the major uh, events that can cause damage to the reef. Authorities in France say a beluga whale has strayed into the Seine River. Officials in Normandy said in a statement that beluga whales, who normally live in Arctic and subarctic waters, sometimes stray into more southern waters and can temporarily survive in fresh water. They urged people not to approach the animal so as not to stress it. To sport and at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, Kenya's Ferdinand Omanyala and Jamaica's Elaine Thompson-Hurrah have won gold in the 100 metres. The BBC's Ed Harry reports. After an injury-disrupted build-up ended her hopes of winning World Championship gold, we wondered how Elaine Thompson-Hurrah would respond. Our answer, like an Olympic champion and like the second quickest woman in history. The Jamaican didn't run as fast as she had to win World 100 metres bronze, but she looked equal to any challenge here in Birmingham. Victorious in 10.95 seconds, ahead of St Lucia's US collegiate champion Julian Alfred. For the first time, a Kenyan man is Commonwealth 100 metres champion. Visa issues were Ferdinand Omanyala's problem in Eugene, where he arrived just hours before competing. Here, he couldn't have looked more at home. The race was his from the gun in 10.02. Defending champion Akani Simbini of South Africa led the chasing pack to take the silver. Thompson Hira was delighted to take the title after a difficult season with form and fitness issues. I know every athlete had their own struggles coming in this season. Some didn't make it to the championship and I, I think I'm grateful that I was a part of the World Championship team in the finals to be in that one, two, three history. But I mean, I'm just super grateful for everything, you know. I think my expectation for this year was to claim my first world title. And I think sometime is our timing and I'm pretty much patiently waiting on my time. There's more championships to come, you know. I think this one is a learning process for me also to be in a new group, a new team. So I'm just pretty adjusting and I, I know and I believe everything will be fine. A reminder of our top stories tonight. The PLA carries out live fire precision missile strikes in the eastern area of the Taiwan Strait. Health authorities report over 5,000 COVID-19 cases, and the hospital authority has urged people to have their kids vaccinated now that toddlers aged between six months and three years can receive Sinovac jabs. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 I will fly a yellow paper sun in your sky When the wind is high When the wind is high I will float a silk and silver moon 
managed to interpret that little bit of Mandarin in the middle of the song. It was spoken by the actress Jackie Chan. That's the lady, not the bloke, by the way. And apparently the words mean something like, I love you, I love you, my love is very strong, it flies high like a kite before the wind, please do not let go of the string, something like that. Oh, we've done that bit. Uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in, it's our second hour, and uh, welcome to it this Thursday night. Peter King with you, of course, through to 1am, including our sentimental journey. If you like a song, just get in touch, it's Radio Pete at Gmail. to play. 